Uh, are we going? Yep. Okay. Uh, so this is the final word. I'm Jeff. I'm Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about time. As a kind of a jumping off point from last time. <laughs> oh, dear. That's terrible. Um, yeah, but... We were talking about nostalgia, and one of the main components of nostalgia is time. Uh, Aaron, since you're the one that came up with this idea, why don't you kick us off? So, time is one of those fascinating concepts. It's also extremely frustrating. As I was uh, talking with Jeff a little earlier um, about my thoughts on time, is everything else in life we can exert some level of control over, even if it's minuscule. We have zero control over time. We, we can't do anything with it. It's, it. It is always going to go forward. I mean, the closest we can do is manage our time and try to, in some way, make sure the hours that we have count. Right, but an hour is always an hour, you know? And you can get into relativity, and there's some absolutely fascinating things with time. But it really boils down to the arrow of time is constant. At least for us. And as, at least as far as we know as well. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you know, but even like, you know, you uh, time travel shenanigans and whatnot. The time is still going forward if you think about it. Like, even if you go back in time. like From the perspective of the time traveler, time always moved forward. Exactly. Yeah, that's... So like I was saying, uh, the reason we're going to be talking about time today is our last topic was nostalgia and it kind of feeds right into it. Um, but we're not going to talk about nostalgia too much because, well, that was last podcast. Um, this, is, this is very true. Yeah. And so to discuss kind of what time is and how it means to us, it's a very abstract concept, so we can't just brute force our way through it. We're going to kind of pose several like hypothetical situations and discuss those instead as a way of kind of investigating what time means. Um, and so the first hypothetical I'm going to go with is... What would the world and society be like if humans were immortal? Uh, basically, if you completely remove time as a constraint to humanity. There are so many repercussions. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> I mean, you... you so, obvious, so, time still exists. The arrow of time is still moving forward. Yeah. But it doesn't really matter because there is... There's no finite amount of it. Didn't get to read that book yesterday. Ah, read it in sixty years. It exactly. It would be like like it would be like if you had infinite money, you'd still have to spend money to buy something. But well, I mean, would you? If if everyone had, oh, if you if only, you had infinite money, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I see what you're saying. Right. I but do, obviously, we're talking. Well, that's actually before you complete. I just wanted to clarify. When I say immortal, I don't mean you can't die. I mean that you will not die of old age. Right. So if you, you know, could still die in like a car accident or something, something like that. But so mortality still exists, but it's more along the lines of waiting isn't really a big problem, right? Okay. And so I immediately start thinking of well, multiple things. A, do you still age? Meaning, when you're a hundred, are you a hundred? Are you a feeble old man or? Do you kind of reach a certain point and you just stick with that age? I, I would say that second one because I think that second one's more interesting. If everyone just got really, really old and then useless, right. we'd be kind of the same situation we're in now, except for the end game would be a little bit more horrifying. I'm thinking of uh, in um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade when they make it into um, uh, the 
wherever they were going, the, the temple. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. The, the, and guy the crusader there. Yeah, the crusader has been guarding the temple for however many. He was still centuries. pretty sane, though. He was pretty sane, but you know, he tried to pick up the sword and nearly mm. fell backward. Yeah, you know, just like yeah. I don't, you know, if that's what's going to happen, I, I don't want to live forever. But um, um, but no, I, I think you you basically reach a certain level of fitness and age, and it just kind of levels off there. Yeah. Um, um, just because, again, that makes the scenario far more interesting. Right. And so for me, like, the, you know, I immediately start thinking not of how would that necessarily change how we treat time, but what happens to the population of the world, yeah. you know, I mean, we could go off on a whole other tangent from there, but, um, you know, if we stick with the time side of things, um, I think it could be a really double-edged sword. Yeah. Well, we definitely have population problems. Well, not just population problems, but you think of... um, How do I put this? Um, You get to a certain point in life where you're like, I'm going to retire now. You know, with the the thought of, okay, I'm 65, I'm going to live for another 20 years, maybe. Oh, shoot. And it's like, so... You can never really retire, per se. Yeah, but at the same time, because you don't... You get to a certain point and then you stop aging, what you would do is you wouldn't retire. You'd be like, you know what? I'm kind of done being a research scientist. I want to see what it's like being an actor. Yeah, that's true. You could do that. Yeah, you could definitely... It would definitely open up possibilities as far as what do you want to do with life. Yeah. And you could totally be like, well, I'm going to... Like you said, I'm going to be a research scientist. You know, I've been doing this for 20, 30 years. I want to, I don't know, I want to be a beach bum for another yeah. 10 years. Or um, I think it would also... Just see all the places in the world, because I can. I get, right. I th- it would be, it'd be really interesting also, um, as far as, would you get bored after a certain point? Well, and I think that's where it's going to come to is, again... We're all still mortal. I think what you would do is just live your life for as long as you want. And then once you get to the point where you're like, yeah, I think I've seen most of the stuff I care about and uh, done most of the things I care about, you'd have kind of like a celebration to pass on, more or less. Like, funerals wouldn't be the way funerals are now, where it's mourning the person who's lost. It'd be more like, hey, okay, guys, I've finally decided. I've done what I needed to do. I'm I'm going to go see what's next. And then, you know, some Com- sort of... Like, ritual suicide almost. Kind of. A little bit. But it would, again, from the perspective of this really weird world, it wouldn't would be it a be, negative thing. Right. It would be basically a, yeah, I'm going to move to the next stage of Existence. whatever that is. Whatever Exist- that may be. Right. I mean, that would totally change religion. It would change religion. It would change politics. It would change consumerism, Just, even. Like, right. I mean, it would also, I think it would change reproduction. Oh, yeah. Because there wouldn't... I mean, would you... If everybody kept reproducing in the well, same way now... Well, this goes back to the, client, the, the population control. Right. I, I mean, the say. population would go, to, would go crazy. Resources would be crazy. I mean, society would have to be drastically different in order for it to just exist in that way. So then the question becomes, do you think the fact that we only live a certain amount of time is a good thing for our life and society? Or do you think that there is a possibility of this weird sort of everyone lives forever utopia? I mean, it's, 
It's a very difficult thing to fathom. Yeah. Living forever or having the ability to live forever. Yeah. Um, you know, if it's something that, like, overnight, all of a sudden, everybody can live forever, we would go into chaos, I think. Oh, well, it would take well, a while we, because... It would take a while, of course, yeah. Before would, we realized that it happened. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah. but it would, um... If that's how things started to begin with, if that's how it just always was, yeah. then obviously it would be very different. And also, I mean, think about the first human to ever be alive, to ever exist, uh-huh. would still potentially be alive today. Although probably unlikely, because again, you know, get, get right. eaten by some sort of giant creature in that, in yeah. that time. Oh, I guess that's another little stipulation that might happen is are animals also I was immortal? thinking I was thinking that too. <laughs> what about plants? Oh god. I mean, I mean there are trees that are already, you know, centuries old, but yeah, turtles live forever. Right. But what about cats? Like would my cat live forever? I think yeah, I think what would happen is we didn't we'd reach some sort of like equilibrium. We'd have where, to. Well, or... I don't I don't think it would be we'd have to. I think it would just naturally happen. Right, that's what I mean by we yeah, have yeah. to. Yeah. Um um and yeah, so I think re- reproduction wouldn't be a problem as much because, again, life is so long that you probably don't want to have kids constantly. Right. You'd probably have one, and then you'd have your kid for as long as you live as well. Right. You know, and the other thing to think about is, you know, we're talking about aging as far as kind of you reach like a certain point. And yeah, just levels off. So, but would, um, would aging progress in the same way where is, you know, you're a year old, you're a year old, or would it be like, you know, our current one-year-old, it actually takes ten years to get to that developmental stage. Oh, no, I think it would be about the same rate, but I see what you're saying, because, yeah, that'd be really weird. You'd basically have pretty much a saturated um, world of adult-level people, right? because kids only last a certain, a very small percentage of the entire life Right, you think, let's say we say your aging stops at 30, Yeah, let's say. I mean, that would be I mean, we, I don't even know what the percentage would be because there could potentially be, you know, infinite people still alive. Obviously, that no, but wouldn't be the case. A bit, but you bit get less than infinite, right? But it would be, um, yeah. I mean, it's a honestly a really difficult concept to wrap my head around because there's there's so many repercussions, not just of if you could live forever. It would, like we said, you know, what would society be like? What would yeah. What again, would the economy and is, be like? What would politics be like? Yeah. And, um, and again, this is considering the fact that the entire world can live forever. Right, not just us. Yeah. So um, the, the next logical point is... If, if just you... If just one of us, or just the person who is currently discussing, could live forever. Have you seen the movie The Green Mile? No, I actually haven't. Um, do you care if I spoil it at all? No, but for the sake of our listeners, uh, spoiler alert... So, uh, yeah, spoil away. So there's, um, for those who've seen The Green Mile, you may know where I'm going, but for those who don't and don't care about spoilers, um, one of the the main characters, uh, he's played by Tom Hanks, um, for brevity's sake, he is cursed with life, as he called it, and um, the movie ends in, whenever it came out, present day, I think it came out maybe 10, 15 years ago now. But the main story took place in oh something like the the twenties maybe, and so at the very end of the movie he's an old guy and he doesn't look like an old guy. 
and he's talking about how he doesn't know how long he's going to live because he's been essentially, like as he described it, almost cursed with life. So, but he's old. So, is he old in the sense that physically old, or is he old in the sense that he's lived so long that mentally he is old? Both. Like I oh, think, okay. I think he's probably. I can't remember how old he is at the end. Maybe in, a, in his hundred, in like a hundred or something. He does not look like a hundred year old. Oh, okay. like his kind of aging has slowed, slowed a bit. So he's like a worse Wolverine. Worse, right. Um, oh, that's Wolverine's a good one to think about. Yeah. Um, well, I was also thinking of uh, Groundhog Day. Right. Well, Groundhog Day. I can't believe we we're discussing weird time scenarios and we haven't talked about the right, iconic course, time scenario of Groundhog yeah, Day. Um, repeating the same day over and over and over again. I mean, that was... For tens of thousands of years. Potentially. I love the... Um, if you look up online, people trying to create the timeline of Groundhog Day of well, potentially how long was he in this loop for? Based on how how long it would take to learn certain skills. Right. Well, apparently the, one of the drafts was... Uh, again, spoiler alert for Groundhog Day. Um, one of the, the original drafts basically had it when he woke up with... Uh, what's... Her, oh, her name. Yeah, I can't remember. Her Whatever, name. with with the uh, um, with his love interest. Sure, um, that that wasn't actually the end of the loop, but the start of the next one, right. and then they're both stuck in it. Yes, I've heard of that. one, Oh, that would be so horrifying. Um, oh my god, time loop. Honestly, I think a time loop would be awful. Yeah. After a certain point, at, you know, maybe at the beginning, you're like, be like, "Oh, oh yeah, I can relive the day. That's awesome." But then you're like, "Oh my god, I'm reliving the day again and again and again." See, there's a hilarious Stargate SG One episode where they get stuck in a time loop, and uh, the one of the characters, Teal'c, at the beginning of the loop, somebody opens a door in his face. Yes, I've seen that one. Great and, episode. Yes, and, he's, and every time at the beginning of the loop, he's just like. Isn't there also a Star Trek one where it's like where time becomes a loop? Yeah, there's um, uh, cause and effect. They get stuck in a loop, and at the end of the loop, the ship explodes, and then they start reset. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 it's a little different, but we we laid heavily on Star Trek last time, so we'll move forward. Did we? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It, it, yeah, it, 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 yeah, anyways, anyways. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, yeah, time loops, time loops, no good. <laughs> uh, what I was gonna say is, if I ever was stuck in a time loop, I. My biggest fear would be, you know, not that I wouldn't get out, but that I would get out. And you don't During know. one of the ones that I did something really bad. Right. Like, you know, you've been in there for 400 loops. You're like, oh, let's see what happens if I just rob banks. Right. And the instant you do that, you get out of the loop. You're like, shit. Yes. Or, I mean, well, in like a Groundhog Day, it got dark. You oh, yeah. started committing suicide. How do you know, you know, if well, I think this it, one time is the end? I think um, at that point it was kind of like, you know... If it is, good. Yeah. If it's not, whatever. Well, you know, and that kind of actually ties in a little bit with the immortality idea of you get to a certain point, you're like, I'm ready to move on. I think that would probably be what happened. It, basically, it, it wouldn't be that we're all immortal. It'd just be that we'd have very long lifespans. Yeah. You know, we'd be like the elves in whatever fantasy right. land you want. And when we'd actually, we end up having a little more control over our lives because we could also choose when... To end it, if you will. Yeah. And I think the concept wouldn't be so much you're ending your life, but moving on to the next stage. Yeah, there'd probably be a... I mean, even right with our finite lives as we have them, you know, religion is all around the next stage. Right. I feel like if we lived in a society where life was extended to an extreme point, that would be the overarching assumption is that there's going to be a next stage because otherwise... It right. Would, it would be... Religion would be very different. Yeah. Especially, you know, there is already a lot of focus on do you think, death and religion. But well, 
so actually, uh, there was two things that I thought might actually go away entirely in this new world where everyone lives forever. And that was, I was thinking, the like, money. That's I was thinking that too. Money, like, resources, basically. Well, not resources, because, again, those are finite. But, like, um, if I'm going to live forever, you would accumulate wealth at such a pace that money would be meaningless, almost. Yes and, it, and you'd be more no. like... Because you think about... So let's say you're in a high-paying job. Yeah. We'll just go with how things work right now. Yeah, which you're, is the only way we can right. approach yeah, this. you got a really high-paying job. Um, you're, you know, making six figures a year or whatever, doing it for 20 years or whatnot, and then you decide to do something else that is not a high-paying job. You'd have to live off the... The, the either, you know, make sure you saved a lot or well, adjust your lifestyle to less money so i think it would go could go both ways well i was just thinking like if i'm gonna live a thousand years and banks still exist where interest was still a thing right that's true once you basically once you got if if banks still exist and interest was still a thing once you got to the like 10 million dollar range you throw it in a bank and then you just live off the interest for the rest of your existence inflation would be a very very different thing i was just saying what i would think would happen is probably inflation would go out of control until the point that money was worthless right and And we'd have to completely rethink society which again probably would have happened anyway exactly yeah like i feel like you know again if this suddenly happened now oh my god, what the hell would happen Chaos. versus how, if this was just always how it was, I mean, yeah. society would be just a completely different thing. This would be a really good sci-fi novel to do. Yeah, well, or, you know, maybe. our next step. <laughs> um, um, so actually, we've, we've probably drilled this question into the ground as far as we want to go. Yeah, at least for now. At least for <laughs> now. Um, so, so you had a hypothetical as well, or, or like a thought experiment idea. A thought experiment of... Again, bringing us back to the idea of what is time? How do we deal with right. it? So, okay, so we're, we're talking about being immortal. Well, let's flip that around to time just not existing, just per se. Like, not part of the universe. Not part of the universe. You know, right now, time, as far as we understand, is a fundamental part of the universe. It's just like space is a fundamental part of the universe. Um, time really is considered the fourth dimension. Yeah. Um, but what if... There was no fourth dimension. What if all we had was three-dimensional space, and that was that? So I have two questions as to where this will go. Um, One, are you saying that we only experience one, quote-unquote, one instance in time, and that's what's forever? Or do we experience all instances in time simultaneously? Well, I think it's... Almost an impossible question to answer. Yeah, our brains aren't really capable of comprehending it. Like time, like like I said, time is this fundamental aspect of the universe. Be like trying to imagine living in two dimensional space. Yeah, can't really imagine that either. Not easily. Read Flat World; it's kind of there. Um, Yeah, but it's more along the lines of so if time just doesn't exist, when you're talking about you know do we experience all moments at once? We wouldn't even have that concept of all moments at yeah. once. So I, I actually want to pose a slightly different conjecture. Um, so you say we have three-dimensional space, but no time. Right. I can c- conjecture that you can't have three-dimensional space without time. Basically, imagine um, a, a ball sitting on a table, and you're recording it with your video camera. And the ball is not moving, and there is nothing to indicate any other movement whatsoever. 
is that video that you're seeing paused? Is time moving forward? I mean, yeah, you can probably watch the timestamp increase, but from if but you there would only, be no timestamp on this. Yeah. yeah, if all you had to go on was the movement of that ball, mm-hmm. you couldn't tell if time was moving forward, backwards, or stopped entirely. So there's a theoretical idea, if if you want to call it that, or just a, a theory. Um, it's called the Hartle Hawking state. Um, it was fancy words. Yes, it named after James Hartle and Stephen Hawking. And could have guessed that second one. Basically, it's proposing what was the state of the universe before the Big Bang. That was there space before the Big Bang, and then the Big Bang is what created time. You guys can't see it right now, but my my face just expressed my head exploding. So right. So I'm I'm gonna read the Wikipedia just the really because yeah because it's actually kind of fascinating. So Hartle and Hawking suggest that if we could travel backwards in time towards the beginning of the universe, we would note that quite near what might otherwise have been the beginning—that's a really poorly worded um, sentence—time gives way to space such that at first there is only space and no time. Beginnings and entities that have to do with time because time did not exist before the Big Bang, the concept of a beginning of the universe is meaningless. So you're saying that... Okay, because... Oh, gosh. So, essentially, it's... If you want to talk about the space around the universe, if we if we can, you know, get outside the universe, if we will... Hmm, actually, so it's kind of back to my, my um, videotaping a ball example... Time didn't exist back at the beginning of the universe because there was nothing to change. Right, that's true. Basically, I think time is... Time um, is change. Yeah. If you have if, if you imagine the universe right now, right at this exact second, and then nothing changed from that second on, it'd basically be like time didn't exist. Right, and it would also, I think, and I think it, you were kind of saying earlier, I don't think you could exist without time. Yeah. That if you, if... If nothing ever changed, then nothing could exist. Even nothing you probably could couldn't be, even observe such a world, right? Like nothing could be created, nothing could be destroyed, nothing could. You'd either you'd have to start from something that was already there, and then that was that. So, you know, yeah, I, I, I think I, it would be easier to think of time as nonlinear. Like that would be for me is an easier concept to think where yes you there is still an arrow of time of sorts but it's not constantly fixed forward. It's, I guess yeah the extension of your hypothetical is what if we existed outside of time and we could more or less like the equivalent of uh, you're you're watching a YouTube video you see something like oh that's interesting so you rewind it back just to see it again right except for the difference now is you have. Uh, infinity YouTube video playing all at once and being able to perceive all of them all at once and being able to switch the timer on all of them at all at once. Yeah. So yeah. I always think of uh, the worm, the wormhole aliens in Deep Space Nine as uh, they, they exist outside of our linear time. Um, oh, it's man. always funny. Whenever uh, sci-fi shows or books or whatever bring beings that can exist outside of time, it's done on a very... Um, Ethereal, ethereal, ethereal level. Ethereal, ethereal, ethereal. I think ethereal level. Ethereal. Where? Can we just say ethereal a few more times. Ethereal. ethereal. Wait, wait. On the count of three. One, two, three. Ethereal. ethereal. 
And well, word fun. has lost all meaning. Good. Anyways, it's always approached from kind of an ethereal place because <laughs> it has to be. Like, you can't... Yeah. If you were to try and, you know, really nail down how would nonlinear time work, our brains just don't operate that way. It's almost like we can't in a, in a lo- fathom it. I mean, we, I think you're right. For the same reason why almost any movie that you watch that has time travel in it... Uh, if you start thinking about it a bit too much, the movie stops making sense yeah. because you can't do time travel in any sort of logically consistent way without There's, it being kind of meaningless. Uh, they made a TV show, they whoever they is, uh, out of the movie Twelve Monkeys. Oh yeah, um, something I'm still waiting to watch. Yeah, it's and um, they did it actually it was a really awesome show because they they expanded on Twelve Monkeys in a very different manner than you would have expected, and it has a ton to do with time travel, and it's. One of the, I think, best thought out time travel shows I've ever seen. Interesting. And especially in how it deals with time travel, it deals with paradoxes. It's actually so what the TV show that introduced me to the Hartle Hawking state. Oh, I've not heard about it until um, until that show. And um, so, if you are interested in any kind of time travel craziness, great show to watch. So, uh, what kind of time travel? do they present? Is it the back to the future kind where you can go back in the past and mess with yourself? And as long as you make sure that everything kind of happens in the right way, the world is fine. Or is it the, um, uh, the kind where you go back in time and change, you can't change anything because you were always there. Oh, that's kind of a hard one. It's the, 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 uh, predestination paradox. Yeah. Predestination versus grandfather. Right. It's a little bit of both. Um, time is treated as almost, almost an entity in and of itself, mm-hmm. uh, and that there are certain things you do that, that was my cat meowing, if you heard that, um, her name is Bobka, for all those who, you know, want to know about my cat. Yeah, catch the, uh, cat podcast, it's, uh, gonna be a really long one, and we're just gonna listen to the cat all day. Yeah, that could be fascinating. Yeah, one of these not. days when we might move to video, you'll, you'll get to see her. She's pretty cute. Um, so t- it's there are some things that are the predestination paradox that what that you did is always going to be been, true, and that's no just, matter what. Right, and that's just how it is. But there is the ability to potentially change things. What I liked about the show is it didn't necessarily try and answer those questions per se. Sure. It kind of, it um, showed both possibilities in a sense. And, you know, it was four seasons, so it was able to explore some of these ideas. I don't want to give too much away fair because enough, it enough. is a relatively Let's, recent show. In that case, we'll kind of move off to it and say, at least it's not Doctor Who time travel, which is, just wibbly no one cares. Wimey, as yeah. long as it's entertaining. Right. And this actually, this, I would say it, there were rules around that's time. That's, and that's, that's, I think with a lot of time travel stuff, when there's no rules, it just gets any scrutiny. It's just like, well, it falls apart. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as long as they can try to have some sort of logical consistency, I'm pretty happy there. Yeah. Uh, so, this will segue us into our next hypothetical question. Yeah, so this is actually one of my favorite hypotheticals. Uh, it goes into a different conversation that maybe we should have at some point, which is, <clears throat> if you had any superpower, which superpower uh, would you go yes, with? Yes. One of my favorite conversations ever, because you get to learn a lot about people and their megalomania. Um, 
but one of the topics, one of the superpowers I always discuss is the ability to instantly freeze time universally everywhere for everyone but yourself. And the question, and, and as a consequence of this, you still age. So basically, you know, you're waking up in the morning, you look at your clock, you'd be like, ah, you know, just one more hour. So you freeze time for an hour, get some good rest, wake up. But now you're technically an hour older than the rest of the world. And so the question goes, how much would you use this power? Because every time you use it, you're basically cutting your life slightly shorter with respect to everyone else. There was, that's actually, I'm just remembering this. There was a book I read. I think it was in elementary school, actually. I have no idea what the name of the book is. Good. Good. Um, Useful. Yes, I know. But it was basically a kid discovers, it's like a tool shed or something that if you went inside the tool shed, time moved faster than everywhere else. Oh, interesting. And um, I can't remember all the details, but basically he decided to... Uh, what computer noise has interrupted us this time? Uh, let's... Do not disturb. Um, <laughs> do anyways, not disturb. that was uh, a lovely little segue of noises. Um, so basically, I can't remember, the, the kid wanted to be older than he already was, than he was. So, he decides... He's gonna to, big it? Basically... Uh, not big it, that's not good. Not, no, but... Big, the movie, it. Right. As if I was using the movie as a verb, not big it, the, uh, closed-minded person. That doesn't make any sense. Continue. Anyways, um, he basically decides, you know, however fast time moves in this box versus the rest of the world that he spends enough time in there that he ages so, a year within like a, a week of normal time. Oh god, so he spends a week in a room? Or a year in a room basically. Sure, sure. And you know he cut it, it he comes out every so often to like go on a run or something. And I just remember reading the book, you know this was like this was I think elementary school so it was a long time ago. And actually thinking like this is horrible. Yeah, like, this he's is, wasting... Right, he's just wasted it, oh. a year of his life because he wants to be older, so... That reminds me of another kind of... On the very similar... Remember the Adam Sandler movie, I think it was called Click? Yeah, yeah, where he can reverse time or fast, fast forward. forward. He has a remote that allows him to fast forward and time. he basically fast forwards through his whole life. Yeah, it's very similar. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, it's not a great movie. I don't think anybody movie. really cares about I mean, it had one. Christopher Walken. That's true. Um, but yeah, so he you know, fast forwards and really regrets missing all the mundane times. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, but this is the opposite of that. This right, is the, this is you get to prolong your time, but right, at the as cost opposed of your... To, right, as opposed to like where this kid is essentially wasting a year of his life in a box, you could just... The, the rest of the world stops. Yeah. And you age. Yeah. So it would be... Really dangerous. It would be. Because, I mean, I know for myself, there are so many moments, not even in the morning where I want to keep sleeping, but just where I like, wish, like, I just want to stop time for just just a, a minute, just to just to, to kind of take a deep yeah. breath and know nothing <laughs> is happening at this moment in time. Yep. And it could be I, addicting, I think. It could I think be, so as well. You know, I think, um, I think, you know, there are certain drugs that I've, heard about i have i have not that tried that heard about yes i've heard about that you can't hear the air, air quotes but they're there that yes that i that affect people's concept of time while they're on this drug interesting um and it's addicting and you want to experience this yeah. new concept of time and i think 
yeah, if you could freeze time, it could be a really dangerous thing because you know you even you could while you're freezing time, you could be like, well, it's been an hour. What's another twenty minutes? Yeah. What's another forty minutes? Well, that's what I was gonna say. Is if you, in the grand scheme of thing, an hour for your entire life, eh? That's, right, but if that's you're nothing. Doing, but if you're doing an hour every day, every day, you know, 365 days, 365 hours, you're looking at um, 30. Wait, what? Am, Come on, math here. 365 hours. You got, you got this. 24 days. That's 10. That's that's 15 days in a year. 15 additional, about 15 additional yeah, days yeah. in a year. Again, that doesn't seem like a lot until you know every basically 20 every 24 year, years yeah, you lose you, a year exactly which again it's this not, is not that lot, bad that's not terrible but are you only going to do an hour a day no probably not or what what's worse is uh oh there's a scenario i don't know if it was a futurama episode or something where they have this ability to stop time mm-hmm. and they stop time and then get knocked out for some reason yeah <laughs> yeah i remember that one uh, um, i don't remember which world it was yeah I don't remember either but, but it was Futurama they did crazy fun things they did that. Um, that final episode terror ter- sad yeah very sad it was also time loopy in there yeah anyways yeah. Um, but you know now the flip side would be what if you didn't age what if you could stop time and also stop your aging process that would almost be worse I disagree. Well, I said, but there would be no repercussions to stopping time. You could just stop things for as long as you wanted. Is that a problem? I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. Is that a problem? I don't know. I don't think that would be a problem. Because in reality, there's no... I mean, as long as you don't do anything bad while you've stopped time, which, you know... Right, I mean... Stopping time would make robbing from a bank very easy. Right. Um, well, and then, I mean... Well, continue, because yeah. then I'm going to go off on a, an, another A different tangent. tangent. Is that yeah. tangent what happens to other objects while time is frozen? Essentially, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get into that one. But what I was going to say is, if there's no consequences for stopping time, if, for instance, I stop time so I can sleep for another hour or so, and I don't age, the world doesn't age, just basically stops time and lets me sleep, I don't see a downside to that. Yeah. I can see definitely a potential for abuse, i.e. the bank robbing example. Right, but not necessarily. There's no negative downsides for you yeah. if you will which is the reason why whenever back to the superhero question whenever somebody suggests oh I want to control time I was like you can but you have to have this downside otherwise right. your power is way too powerful right well, so going on on, on my, my tangent as you said you know what happens to objects I mean that's what the story this entire podcast is about is tangents on right, tangents sure. on tangents yeah. time tangents oh god time ta- that would be uh, that's a good like band name time tangents uh, or ooh trivia name Oh, mm. yeah. Anyways, um, tangents. So the, the the thing I think about all the time is, okay, let's say I stop time. And I want, want, to, want to watch a movie. Could I? Yeah. Would, are electrons still flowing? And if they are, there's a lot of interesting repercussions if they are. What about light? Yeah. Or does if everything just become darkness because photons are no longer moving? Yeah, if you are truly pausing time as opposed to just slowing it down significantly... Well, even then, yeah. slowing it down could, I mean... Yeah, as long as you don't slow it down. I mean, really, you don't need the speed of light slow down to right. accomplish your goal of sleeping an hour and right. not having the world right. If all by. you're doing is, is sleeping, that actually would work really well. Because you could literally, like, I don't know, set something up where you could go to bed at 6 in the morning and wake up at 6.30, six yeah. at 6 in the morning or whatever, and just be like, all right, I'll sleep. Like... Oh, that would be if that would be kind of the ultimate thing is if when you stop time 
assuming you don't age. We'll go with yeah, yeah, yeah. you stop time, you don't age. But literally, the world stops around you. The light doesn't move, so Sleep. you wouldn't be able to rob a bank because you wouldn't be able to actually see the bank. <laughs> not even just see the bank, but I don't know if you'd be even able to actually move an object. Well, the thing is, if you could move the object, you would utterly destroy it. Because the amount of, of uh, right acceleration over, acceleration that it would experience would be infinite once it, it yeah. started. Yeah, uh, so let's you go like with flick a fly in the air and it just explode. That would be kind of fun to watch, but eh, poor fly. Yeah, it's a um, fly. Mosquito. We'll go with mosquito. Yeah, screw mosquitoes. mosquitoes. Are awful, awful things. Yep, this um, is definitely a tagline of this podcast. Screw mosquitoes. Yeah, that uh, could be our subtitle. Yeah, probably not. No, but um, so okay. So let's say we. You can stop time. You can create a bubble around yourself. Or whatever, whatever. You don't age somehow. That's your superpower. But you cannot interact with the world around you. Yeah, you that can, would actually be kind of great because I would literally be like, you'd only use it for sleep. I'd only use it for sleep. Or, or if like you needed to think about something. Oh man, right. think that situation could be this. You know, you're, you're walking in on that that girl that you like, ah. and she says something. You're like, oh shit, what do I say? Just pause time. Right. You, you can't could, see anything, but you can think. Th- there could also, I mean, talking about downsides. You could very easily get stuck in your own head. Yeah. Like, thinking about a situation over and over and over again. And you could think about it over and over again yep. for as long as you want. No, no consequence. So, yeah. but at the same, like, honestly, that would be, that would be my superpower. Is <sighs> I would, I want the exact same thing, but I can watch the internet. Yeah, I think. Or I, read a book or well, something. I feel like that would be, like, that could turn out bad where you just spend your entire life stopped well so the nice thing is again if we're going with the no aging aspect of this thing um if say i wanted to stop time and browse wikipedia Mm -hmm. at a certain point i've literally browsed all of wikipedia true and so it's not again if i'm not aging what's the bad side except for now i'm super like so pretentious because i know every fact in wikipedia so i am Going off this idea, I'm totally going to be segueing back to our very first topic about living forever. Oh, good. What would what would your brain be able to keep? Well, because br- you're t- like you you were just talking about how you could literally read all of Wikipedia, Wikipedia but you probably wouldn't remember all of it. No, which, and a lot of it you'd probably go eh next time. Right, but let's say if we go back to being able to live forever. Would you be able to remember things from a thousand years ago? Would, like, your brain have to be more like a computer hard drive? You know, that's a very good point. I mean, I can barely remember what happened a week ago. Exactly. And this, I mean, this actually goes with our nostalgia topic, too, about how the brain stores memory. It's a very contextual thing. And it's a very uh, impermanent thing, too, where if we live forever, our brains would have to operate differently for well yeah like, also the, the the thing that makes humans the superior quote-unquote superior race on planet earth is uh um, sounds very nazi of you uh okay so spirit species no it's, uh, top of the food chain no what is what are we animal we're a species are, are we, we a species yeah the human species human right? homo sapien homo sapien but, you know, what's what that whole, we? like, kingdom phylum? Whatever? I don't know. What's our... I'm not a biologist. Anyways, whatever. The thing that makes humans... Humans. Humans is our ability to adapt. And I feel like mm. what would happen is if if we go into the situation where all of a sudden everyone's immortal, then our brain, yeah, would take a long time, but we're immortal. Right. What would, would eventually adapt. Oh, it'd stop. Yeah. 
Anyways. But yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah, segueing back to what we first talked about. I'm going to finish the, the third hypothetical by simply asking the question, if you could stop time, but when you stop time, you still aged, would you use that power, and if so, how often? Just concise, simple answer. Honestly, I think if we were to do, you know, like if you could really be um, disciplined, do an hour a day at most. Yeah. Then, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. A year out of 24, that's that's not terrible. That's not that terrible. But if... if Knowing you, you yourself... Right, right, myself, like I feel like I would abuse it to my own detriment. Yes. Especially when it can't, comes to sleep because yeah. I love sleep and I hate when the alarm goes off in the morning. I get angry. There is a <laughs> visceral reaction yeah. and I'm not fully thinking straight and I'd be like, well, screw it. I'm going to stop time. And then, you know, a week later, like, oh my God, I aged age two weeks in a week. Yeah. Huh. That's not good. But I, would I be able to stop myself? Yeah. And I think, I think my answer is very similar to yours. If I would, I, I can barely control what I eat. Right. I can barely control how I consume media. There's no chance in hell I'm going to have this power and only use it for an hour a day and thus get that 24 year, one year scenario. I'm definitely going to spend at least a week in there by accident. So this actually, this is a really good segue to a next hypothetical that I just thought of. Ooh, we're improvising now, folks. Is it a good thing that we can't control time? But is, because time is such a constant for every, not such a, it is a constant for everybody. It's the one thing that, Nobody, no matter how much money you have, how powerful you are, how smart you are, nobody can control time. Is it a good thing that that there is that that one element of existence that we're all on equal footing with? I think so. Here's my thought. Um, I think either everyone can control time. Or no one can control time. Right. It would have to The be, instant you get that one person who has the ability to control time, or worse, that device that allows you to have control of time, mm-hmm. uh, the one person is just going to screw time up significantly no matter how smart they are. And the device is going to get into the wrong hands and then screw time up significantly no matter how right. smart that people or person is. Yeah. Um, I think if we lived in a world where everyone could control time, the world would either implode... Or would Just, reach some sort of equilibrium and all would be good. Right. It would be very different than what. Yeah, it'd be we go back now. to our second hypothetical where you can view time all at once. Basically, it's just you'd have to view it in a weird sort of way. Right. Um, um, yeah, I. I mean, I don't. It's and it's not something we can you know answer for sure. Obviously, that's why it's a hypothetical. I don't know. I think we could. You think so? No, God, no. No. I. I'm actually kind of of two minds now because quite honestly, the lack of control over time is something that kind of pisses me off it's annoying like i definitely i have i have control issues like i don't like things being out of my control Mm. and you know i you've we just all have come to accept the fact that we can't control time that's just something we've never had the ability to do but when i think about it it's just kind of like i want to you know raise my fist and shake at time and you go damn you time Mm -hmm. but at the same time time oh god yeah no pun intended um i don't know maybe it's it's a good thing that there is something that we just we don't have control over it's something that gives us equal footing on hmm. um i think so i think especially because 
I mean, one of the things we're looking at right now is one of the kind of constants in government, at least, um, is, is, is change is <clears throat> is very hard because you really can't institute change until. No offense to old people, but until the old generation in politics is gone yeah. and is replaced by a new old generation. Right. But if you could control time... Or if you didn't age, or if or you... if you didn't age, right. Yeah. Basically, the world God, just... Would... have to have term limits. <laughs> that would really have to have term limits. God. Yo, man, that would change the Supreme Court. No. Oh, oh no. God, it's, <laughs> it's Luckily, a Ray... lifetime term. Oh, my God. But we wouldn't a have to worry about Ruth, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg anymore. Dying, that's true, but we'd be stuck with... Uh, what are the other ones? Kavanaugh. Um, Kavanaugh. And, uh, is it Gor- no, it's not Gorsuch. No, no, no politics. Not yet. Yeah, we're, not we're, yet. Too we're, getting, yes. we're too young. We're too young. We're too young. We're too early in the podcast. That's what I mean by we're too young. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, uh, one last little, well, I don't know about last little. How, how long have we been going so far? Uh, 45 minutes. Okay, then yeah. One we'll last little thing. Um, I was just going to say, just my last statement on immortality and time altogether is... Uh, if we had the ability to become immortals, i.e., you know, download our brain to a computer or something weird like that, uh, one, do you think we should be researching that? Uh, or, or two, uh, sorry for the pause there, uh, should we be researching the ability to become these machine immortals, or should we just not pursue that at all because being mortal and having a finite time is best? So, I, I had a light bulb go off as you were talking about that if we could download our you know consciousness uh-huh, into a uh-huh. computer or whatnot we would could totally experience time completely differently yeah because time and we didn't even get into relativity maybe no. that's for another time huh. oh, um, we gotta stop making that joke yeah it's difficult to not to um you know on a computer basically your time is limited by the speed of light at that point right and so even like you look at um you know a video game where you you know a day goes by in the video game and it's really only an hour in real life. Yeah. Or, you know, you can kind of tweak your, your personal experience of time. Cause that's where, that's really what it is. It's the arrow of time is always going forward. And even now everybody does experience time differently because of relativity. Yeah. I mean, literally, you know, somebody on the top of the mountain versus, you know, it's the, uh, the, the well, brothers, the cousin paradox. What's the paradox? I don't know. Anyways, but you know, if we could download our consciousness into a computer, we could have some level of control over how we're experiencing time, but time would still be moving forward constantly. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And, uh, some, something to mull over yeah. after you finish listening to this, sure. this podcast. Yeah, and I think, I think that's all we're going to talk about time for now. Um, probably a bit stranger than our first one. Uh, a little bit more out there than talking about nostalgia, but hopefully you enjoyed it. I, I always I love time. Well, it, I, I love the the concepts around time because it's such a well. It, as you've said at the beginning, it's such a limiting factor. It's so interesting to kind of consider worlds without it, or right. where you no longer abide by the uh, staggering march of time. Yeah. So before we go into our final thing, which will be the final word, um, one last thing for you audience to uh, mull over. If time travel, we suddenly figure out time travel, when you go back in time and change time, are you changing it in your timeline or are you creating a brand new timeline? New new paradox, new new universe. Yeah, so a lot of movies, TV shows, books go into that, but just think about it. Yeah. Okay, so there's a segment that we kind of want to have at the end of each podcast. It's going to be called uh, The Final Word, um, fittingly named. 
And basically how it's going to work is one of us is going to pick an obscure word, and the other one is going to have to try to guess what it is. So, Aaron, I, I, you, you picked my word. So, so what is it? Um, empasm. E-M-P-A-S-M. Empasm. Uh, well, it definitely sounds like, like empathy. And also kind of like orgasm. That's kind of why I picked it, because it's a really weird word. I don't know what those two things mean together. You are, you're, you're not going to guess it. Am I even close you're with empathy? You're not even remotely close. Holy crud. Empathum. Empath- I can't even say the word now. Empathum. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it or, I mean, it sounds- Oh, does it have one of those little things where you can click it and it makes the sound? No. Oh, we got to pick those ones next yeah. time. Go to the Wikipedia article and it gives you the, how to pronounce it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, if it has nothing to do with empathy, then I'm completely lost. So what's empathum? Emp- empathum. A perfumed powder sprinkled on the body to prevent sweating or for medicinal purposes. Well, that's... <laughs> Completely not what you were thinking. And that's... The final, the final word. word.